So I was just wondering why you even wanted to talk about this. Because it's the hardest thing in the world. Why do you feel it is the hardest thing in the world? I think... I'm so easily distracted okay. by very often by my own thoughts. So to be a better listener is something that I, I think I've always thought about and worked on, but I've never known, never quite been able to grasp like, you know, that, that true sense of uh, having my full attention on one thing at one moment. And if I could do it in a conversation with somebody, then I'm, that means I can probably focus in other ways and focus my attention in a lot of other ways. How long does it take you to catch yourself losing your attention? It's quick. I know. I know before it happens. You just sense like, I don't want to be in this conversation anymore. I think, you know, maybe not that. I just, I feel that I could be in the middle of a conversation and maybe I'll hear a trigger or I'll, I'll feel, get a sense of something and it'll just lead my mind in other directions. And then all of a sudden I'm not paying attention the way I thought I was. Do you ever find yourself feeling like you could be doing something better with your time? All the time. Yeah. I think more productive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I don't think that's a good characteristic at all. I think it's like, cause I struggle with that is like, because people matter most, you know, People matter more than anything that, you know, outside of like what we have going on, you know, we mm-hmm. should be, able to, we should be able to, for the most part to like put some shit on hold and, you know, be there having, having the conversation, listening to the person that wants to talk to us. Um, I think that's also one of the most important things as, you know, why people should try to work on being a better listener is because if somebody is telling you something that especially something that they care about, that means that they care about you. They want you to know like they, they think it's important. It's an, it's a, it's an important enough thing for them to have the desire to tell you about it. And you're an important enough person to them for them to tell that important thing too. So I think that's why we should really, you know, strive to improve upon, you know, on top of everything else, but like listening. And I think, I think improving on listening is going to trickle down into all other areas of improvement that we're trying to chase. How, how do you improve that then? How do you, is it, is it something we can, break down in some way or there's what what's the skill behind this i think i think there's like a couple 
like probably a handful of different things that you could just check in with yourself on and and like one of those things is just i would say making sure that you're not listening to reply mm. and that you're listening to understand So we all, we I, all, yeah, I know what you're talking about being in that conversation and we all have an opinion, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes people just need to say things to say them. They don't need a response. Do you ever go into conversations just like with a response already in your head, ready to go? And you're just not waiting a, for that right moment? Not immediately because like I I probably used to, but now like now whenever I sense, especially if we're talking about conflict, like I want to resolve it. You know, I don't want, I don't want the other person to feel how I'm feeling. Like I want to, I want to get to the bottom of the, of the problem at hand and, you know, and like, and be like, Hey, you know, this is how I feel. Could you tell me why you continue to do the things that you're doing that are making me feel this way? And, and I, and I'm really working on you just trying to be understanding. No, because I don't know what goes on your head. You don't know goes on in your head. You don't know what goes on in mine. So if like, if we got into an argument, it's, you know, the likelihood of it being a disagreement about a thing is, is low, but it would probably be because like, you know, one of us said or did something that hurt each other's feelings. And, and at that point it's like, Oh crap. I don't want to feel this way. Why, why is what is happening happening? Let's get to the bottom of that. And I don't like, and I don't want to make, I don't want to make you feel that way. So let's just solve this problem. Let's look for the solution in it. And I feel like if you go in right, re like ready to reply, you should just lead with that. Like you shouldn't have to wait for somebody to say something, for you to say what you need to say. I think you should think about it for a little bit and try to figure out how to say it without being abrasive. But you should never be prepared to respond. Well then, that's my problem, number one, is you go into I, conversations with that I have I have conversations in my head before they happen. I always kind of expecting them to go a certain way. But like you said, I don't know what's going on in the other person's head. How how can I possibly come up with the responses to questions that haven't been asked yet or the um you know, come up with resolutions for conflict that doesn't even exist? And I don't know if everybody does that, but I will literally start having 
back and forth conversations in my mind with myself <laughs> to almost silence myself. And this starts to happen in the midst of a conversation with someone where I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next rather than how I feel based from what they say or maybe how I'm making them feel. And I think, it, it again, it comes down to being able to really listen and not just hear or understand. And I'm not listening to, you know, prove to anyone that I can or, you know, just listen to a person. I want to listen in order to improve the relationship that I have with that person. And it's been something that I think I brought this up to you the other day. Like I wanted to, when I wanted to have this conversation, it was really on my mind that day. I think like a couple of days ago. And I started thinking about, you know, all the ways that, we miscommunicate or that miscommunication can happen. And it starts with not listening to begin with or not fully getting into what's being said, if that makes sense. Right. Another thing that I think we need to be, aware of is like the intention of the conversation mm -hmm. like you can't be afraid to ask you know the person that's talking to you like hey how important is this you know like <laughs> <clears throat> you you can't be afraid to ask that question and that like that way you can make sure that you know you you're focused Hmm. Yeah, I, I've never done that. Um, and, and thinking back, there's been a lot of conversations that I've been in where I feel almost bad about being there or I feel bad that I'm not paying attention or listening. But at the same time, I could have avoided this probably or... I don't know where I'm going with this, but maybe, maybe they feel or that person feels like they had to start a conversation and you end up in the middle of something with a person and neither of you want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always that one guy at a party that just doesn't shut the fuck up, mm -hmm. right? Have you ever been, been around that person who just no matter who you stick him with, he just talks, 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 yep. talks, talks. And you just like nodding your head. Yep. Yep. I hear you. And you All can't good. Take it away. And then you're just hoping someone comes in and grabs you <laughs> with, <laughs> with like an urgent task. <laughs> pull me away. There. Please pull me away. <laughs> Make an eye contact with the other guy across the room. And but how do you know like that person even wants to be like, what does this person really want from that conversation? What are they trying to get out of it? And how can you give it to them? 
that's 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 something I also have been thinking about. You kind of ask questions. Yeah. You know, and like you gotta, you gotta. One of those things is you gotta lead. You you gotta lead with honesty. You gotta be like, hey, I can see that you have a lot on your mind. I also have a lot on my mind. Like, I also have some work to do. You know. Is this something that can wait or is it something that we need to talk about right now? And if it is, then I want to be able to give you my full attention. So I need to know, you know, how important is this? You can't, you can't be like, we can never be afraid to ask questions, mm. you know, about, about whatever it is that we're trying to, trying to find, you know, cause, cause if like, if I'm sitting here telling you about, Let's just say I had a really good workout. We can always com- compare shit to that. Mm. And I'm like trying to be like, Matt, you got it. Oh, man, it was so awesome. And, and like, you're just like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, I'm going to walk away from that feeling like you, like you didn't care about something that was important to me. You know? And I can't – and then like even on the other side of that is like, I can't put that on you because I don't know what's going on in your head. Like I said, and you might not have been in the right position that day to even be able to be happy for me. You know, that's so interesting. It's, I, it's a common um, situation. I, I, you know, get into is, yeah, there's a lot of things going on in my mind and I do want to give my, my attention, but sometimes it's not possible. And then I feel like I'm wasting my time because I'm only thinking about this other thing, this, whatever that I have to do this task. And I've thought to, or tried recently, um, before a conversation starts, I will almost have a way out. Like, like, all right, I know this person. If I start talking to them, it's just going to drag on. What's my way out? <laughs> and, and that's not, a, I'm not saying it as a negative thing. Like I'm trying to just get away from them. It's like, all right, if I, if I need to, what is going to make them respond positively in a way that we can both just walk away so that neither of us feel like something was unresolved. So for example, with the person who's like chatty all the time and every, you know, this is a really general thing and it's just like something I've been thinking about in general ways, you know, with the person like that, you can be pretty straightforward and start asking the questions that are almost leading to nowhere (laughs) so that you can, you know, thank them for their, um, their time and say something like this was really um, interesting. I'd love to talk about it more another time, but I have to go. Are you going to be around tomorrow or am I going to see you at the next whatever Mm -hmm. to make them feel like they did provide some value to you and they're, and then you're excited to see them again, not, as opposed to 
rolling your eyes, checking your watch, nodding until something goes off where, all right, bye. And then you both feel like fucking awkward. <laughs> like all that, you know, you walk away or I would walk away. Like that was a waste of 27 minutes and they walk away. Like, you know, probably thinking that everything's okay. <laughs> right. Or because they just said all the things they want to say. It, it just comes down to like personality types, you know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're not all the same. And some people just don't understand that. And when, <laughs> when, when we're on the get shit done mission, like it's, we feel like we don't have time for nonsense. You know, I, I really, I really struggle with my kids because they'll start talking to me about stuff that I don't even understand. Like I, like I don't understand or I have no interest in. And I just, it's like you said, you find yourself wanting to get out of the conversation and that's just not fair. It's like, like I'm one of the most important people in their lives. So the stuff that doesn't make any sense to me is obviously important to them. So I need to be able to listen to them. So is something to be a better listener in, in that situation is maybe if it's someone you expect to be around regularly, like your children, mm-hmm. maybe going the extra mile in that situation and learning about what their interests are by asking the deeper questions. Oh, can you, what do you like about that? What is something, why are you so interested in that? Things like that will prompt them to get you to understand what it is, even if you don't know anything. (laughs) I think where, where it might get difficult is maybe a language barrier. So, and, and obviously your kids speak English, but they also have a different set of understanding of the world mm-hmm. or understandings of the world. And although you have all this life experience and you want to impart knowledge on them, you have to get down to their level and understand them from a very different perspective, which is theirs. And not only like metaphorically, but literally as well, you know, like Mm -hmm. I will sit down with them. Right. Right. I'll make eye contact with them to make sure that they know that I am paying attention to them. You know, I, I think with kids, something I've noticed is, yeah, you are you are probably the most important person in their entire world next to themselves mm-hmm. and their best friend. <laughs> but that doesn't automatically mean you have a connection. Right. And just like any relationship, it takes it takes effort and care and practice and learning in order to build that that over time. And fortunately, you, you get to spend the rest of your life with these, these people. And you do have a big influence on the way they grow up, on 
their thought processes, their mindset. And they're looking to you for that, that mentorship and that I, those ideas. So being able to demonstrate to them the, the level of care that you would to your spouse or your friends, being able to sit down when they're sitting down or get down with them. You know, if your kid is like playing football and he gets knocked down and he's crying on the floor, you get on the floor with him. These things, and it applies to all relationships, especially new ones. Like someone is going to trust you and feel that level of empathy if you're getting next to them on their level, speaking their language, asking the questions that make you seem interested. I think probably the biggest thing of all though, especially in this day and age, and it comes back to how you said you're so easily distracted is just being present making sure that <clears throat> making sure that you know you are tuned in that means like you you've got to stop what you're doing you can't have your phone in your hand it's got to be all about the person that's talking to you i i recognized recently that i fidget a lot <laughs> When I'm, when I'm in a conversation, I was doing it just yesterday, talking to someone at work, a client, and we were just bullshitting. It wasn't any like serious conversation. I had a little bit of downtime and I noticed I like picked up a piece of garbage, like piece of paper that happened to be on the floor. And while we're having a back and forth conversation, I'm like playing with this paper. Just like doing something. And then I, w I caught myself and I, I put it down. And, I, and I'm like, I put my hands to my side. I made eye contact. And then like moments later, I picked it back up. <laughs> and man, that would really make me feel like that piece of paper is more important than our conversation. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? That's <laughs> so crazy. But it's not. And, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm really making the effort or trying to make the effort that it's not like that. And, and I just caught myself doing it now, you know, we're on a, on a video call right now on our computers and I'm, I have my phone next to me and I'm just like spinning it <laughs> <laughs> or like I'll flip it around. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't do this stuff when I'm like with clients in a professional setting, but I find myself doing it in personal settings, like with my wife or with you sometimes. And it's, I know it can be distracting. It's like, you know, it's so hard to have a conversation when you're at a dinner table, right? Yeah. Because like, leave me alone. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your day. You can save <laughs> that for dessert. <laughs> I mean, I do. I want to talk about your day, but right now I'm eating. Right. Right. And when you're eating, you have this, certain body language kind of hunched over the table head down right something is blocking you so you're coming off as 
disinterested and like you're hiding something by blocking, putting things between you and the other person in front of you. So like if I was sitting here just like, like this, you would think something is wrong. And I like, I have a pillow around my chest, hugging it. Yeah. And, and all these things are subtle cues that, that tell the other person that something is up. And I feel like when, you, when you're in certain conversations, you almost do that in order to push the person away. Okay. Right? Or this is a, this is a subconscious thing for using the eating example again. You do it, you don't, you don't have as much, you don't sit up straight with good posture. I mean, who really does that at home? It's good etiquette when you're out, you know, at a nice place to sit up straight, have good posture, you know, keep your elbows off the table, put, bring the food to you instead of leaning over. <laughs> but at home, I really hope nobody ever sees me go to the restaurant. Right? Because <laughs> I don't yeah. do any of those things. No, no. But at, but at home, it's like, yeah, right now I'm on this. I'm a savage. You got that? I'm, I'm looking at this plate. That's my drink. <laughs> I want to eat this food. I don't want to talk right now. Right? Um, or, or maybe you, you are the person that wants to talk, so you're not touching your food. You're leaning in you're making eye contact with the other person these are cues that we that we pick up on and so much of our communication is nonverbal it's oh man that, i think that's a i think that's another thing <laughs> on becoming a better listener is recognizing yeah. like I, I think that's the point you're trying to make right now is just recognizing when somebody needs your attention. So having some empathy. Yeah. It goes back to, to before about asking, almost asking permission to continue the conversation. I think. Or, or asking if it's a important, if it's something that is important. I believe a lot would change if you just enter important stuff be like hey right now i really need your attention like i have something on my mind this is really important to me can you please stop what you're doing or if you need a couple minutes let me know like when we can have a serious conversation and and like and just being like hey like this is going to be really important so like this isn't going to be a time where you're cracking jokes and stuff like that like i think i think there's uh Something important when it comes to the thought process of asking for permission to, you know, can I talk to you right now about something that's really important? And if so, I need you to be present. You know, it's funny. We do that. I've always done that with, with Valerie. I've always done that with past relationships but it's so rare and difficult for me to do that in in friendships or in maybe with with clients customers with people who i've just meeting i don't know why i don't know why it's difficult 
to, to just ask permission to or or wait or ask or wait for somebody's at full attention i think we live in this like crazy world of instant gratification and we want things now and it's like oh if you're not giving your me your attention right now like i don't want to talk to you at all i think we also feel obligated to entertain as well though you know and how i mean i think it's just the business that we work in like true we want to provide people with a good time but we also need to reel it in sometimes and be serious and <clears throat> probably just gets hard to cross that line for us because i can relate totally to what you're saying um like i oftentimes almost wait until the until the other person starts the serious conversation that way i know they're ready for it you know mm -hmm. uh but you're right like we need to do that in our you know in our business as well and just be like all right sally we need to talk i need you to listen to me now this isn't going to be a time where i'm trying to make you laugh you know like here's what you need to hear and it might not feel very good I, I was reading or talking to someone, I don't remember, but we had gotten to a conversation about, um, about decision-making and making tough choices. And I realized like sometimes people in, in our situation, what, you know, not saying people in power, but people with influence on a certain thing. So on your business or on your relationship, some like sometimes the decision decisions you make, the choices you make aren't the most popular ones in order to make everybody happy, but they're the right ones for you at the right time. And when you're listening, when you're involved in, in conversation or when you're dealing with any other people, there sometimes is this loop, this feedback loop in your head that's trying to recognize whether or not you are in the right place at the right time making the right decisions. And this goes for everybody in all, all walks of life in every, every situation. It's hard sometimes to be the tough guy or get down and be serious with someone, try to be clear because it's not popular, it's not favorable and you feel like you're being disingenuous or dishonest and you feel like you're hurting the person's feelings. But sometimes you have to think about yourself and what's what's going to be right in the long term, not just what's going to appease the crowd. That makes sense. So what you said, you know, trying to call Sally in for into the principal's office for a conversation <laughs> that is not in a fun and joking environment. It reminded me of that and, and how 
even in our conversations, I want to, I like when we can fuck around and talk about whatever, but I also really like when we can be a little more serious and have better conversations and, and be sort of driven yeah. toward a, toward a common goal that we're building together. Right. So I think it's important to ask some questions to really determine that, Hey, do we have a commonality here? Is, is what we're talking about going to bring us both closer together in some way? Or are we just talking to talk? And there's a place for that small talk. Yeah, I suck at that, but, <laughs> but in most of our, our dealings and our, in our positions and in our, most people's lives, the opposite is true. It's not the small talk. It's the, it's the potential to make an impact. So I think we've covered a lot of what, what our thoughts were behind listening skills, being a good listener and being a, being a better communicator. Is there anything that you've kind of struggled with yourself in this area? I, I'm just, I'm just like you, you know, sometimes I just find myself listening to things that I feel like are a waste of my time. And I just got to learn on, you know, I just <clears throat> got to remind myself to recognize that, Hey, the person that's talking to me cares about me. You know, the person that's talking to me has something important enough to talk about that they want to talk to me about it. And, you, you know, I think this is a lifelong battle. You know, I, the, I think everything that we talk about is going to be a lifelong battle. None of this is ever going to turn out perfect. We can just always strive to be a little bit better than we were before and we're going to blow it and it's going to be okay. But, you know, in this situation, I think reminding ourselves that life is fleeting and that the person that you're talking to in that moment, it might be the last time that you ever talk to them. So pay the fuck attention. Mm. I was, I'm listening or listening to this book now. And they said something that was really similar, but actually the, the exact opposite of that. When you, when you meet someone for the first time, you speak to them as if they're your oldest friend in the world. And just thinking about that, thinking about speaking to your oldest friend, someone you haven't seen in years, maybe. Yeah. What would your body language be like? How big would your smile be? What would your tone of voice sound like? And how would the person feel who's being spoken to, who's never met you in their life? How would they feel? Right. They'd feel confused as fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this? I'm, I, but it, it kind of, it's, there's some intrigue there because it makes them think like, oh, maybe this person's familiar, maybe. Maybe they, they re remember me from something. I, made, I must have made an impact on their lives. And automatically, you have this connection that didn't exist 
that isn't necessarily unreal because it's there, you feel it, but it's not real, quote unquote. So, and I, I'm, I'm going to be trying this. Um, I want to try it when I go into like a sales environment, like I'm trying to, you know, sell training or get someone to join our, our gym. Speak to them like I'm their friend. <laughs> like I care about what they want, what they think and like have that relationship. Just, just go into it assuming that we already have that relationship, if that makes sense. I think that's okay as long as it's authentic. Yeah. Well, that's the struggle. That's the hard part is how do you come, how do you not come off like a pretentious jerk or like this guy that's just trying too hard? Comes down to the little things, man. Practice. Like, like, like we talked about in the, in the, I think it was like the caring episode. You know, it's just, you use their name, you make eye contact, you Mm -hmm. ask them what their dog's name is. You, you know, you, you don't just try to care. You actually fucking care. Right. You build rapport with them because you actually are interested. Yeah. I could go and we can go into a whole conversation about this and probably a lot of, probably a lot of the topics we brought up today, communication, body language, eye contact, all these things. Yeah. I think that's, that's like the theme for this, this year almost is uh, better communication. That's kind of what's, that's what's been on my mind, not just the last month of this year, but um, for, for a while, finally realizing some things, which is good. It's going to carry us a long way. For sure. So what's next, Ron? What do we got lined up? I mean, we talked about when we were going to record again, so we just got to get some topics in line. If there is anything that, and I know the people, our listeners and our friends, if there's anything that's on their minds, I think we should try to start to give back and for sure an understanding. I just, we just keep relating things back to, back to work, but my entire purpose of my job is to understand what people want and what they, not that they want, but what they need and base things on them, not me. I'm fully down for educating people on what is going to make their life better. I love it. So anyone listening, if you've got things on your mind, just drop us a note. Let's talk about it. Let's get on a phone call and see what's up. And if it's something that we find valuable or if it's something that we think others will find value in, then I think we we should explore those topics a little deeper. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good.